You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Why not sit back, relax, and take things easy like a Sunday morn? I'm your host, Shane Lockwood. Today is the 19th of December, 2023. This is episode 94, and today we're going to be talking about Doctor Who. And before we do that, I'd like you to sit back and relax, find somewhere comfortable, and it could be your favorite lounge chair, couch, sofa, armchair, wherever, or even if you're listening to this trying to get some sleep, I want you to make yourself comfortable in your bed and uh, close your eyes and slow your breathing down so you're going to breathe in like this through the nose in and then out through the mouth like this you're going to do that three times so in then out through the mouth and two three two And the third one, I messed that up a bit. Anyway, now that you're sort of a bit more relaxed, the idea of this particular podcast is to embrace the tranquility that you feel on a Sunday morning, very early Sunday morning, where people are still relaxing and recovering and um, usually from the Friday, Saturday night and let go of all the dramas and all the crap that happened earlier in the week and forgetting about what you need to do for the rest of the week just for 30 minutes or so and you don't have to spend the time listening to this particular podcast you can do things in the background other people do um, like the dishes or the ironing or the food prep and those sorts of things that they need to do for the rest of the week but the idea is to just give yourself just that little bit of peace and quiet and tranquility and in this time you may find that there's a lot of ideas that come up and spring up and things that you need to do right get a note paper and pen or use your phone and write down those notes and um ideas and inspirations and things like that because it's a moment when your mind is allowed to relax it's not forced to process stuff like at a conscious level then the subconscious level (coughs) excuse me the subconscious stuff comes up to the surface and i know it would be professional of me to edit out that cough and i will do that when I get to the end of the recording. Um, sorry about that. Um, yeah, so today we're going to talk about Doctor Who being woke. And before I go any further, I have to explain what woke is. Um, woke is essentially anything that is anti-Nazi. Okay? 
and the right-wing nutjobs and conservatives have basically taken um, a whole heap of hatred and watered it down. They gaslight their audience, and there's a whole lot of brainwashing techniques and things that they use, like they'll pick on a, say, someone left-wing who is rather vocal, uh, emotional, um, say like Greta Thunberg, right? And they don't like Greta Thunberg. So they'll look at her screaming and yelling and crying and then demonize her because she's screaming, yelling and crying. And then they'll demonize whatever message that she might happen to have. And in her case, it's an environmental message. But um, with the right wing they engage in like they're part of like a, vic a new victimhood movement so they'll attack the left wing for being quote unquote snowflakes but they themselves are screaming and yelling about cancel culture and um, they're manufacturing outrage things for you to be angry about or fearful about and in general, there are th in life, there are real things to be angry about and real things to be scared of. Um, but a lot of those things are not actually on social media at all. Um, so the latest scapegoat is Doctor Who. And from the outside, the title of this will be Doctor Who was always woke. Once again... Woke meaning anti-Nazi. And the reason I, I put it that way is because the groups of people that the Nazis targeted during the Holocaust were not just the Jewish people. And um, I'll just pull up a website that I've got open here. Um, they targeted, so like Jehovah's Witnesses, gay men, uh, men accused of sexual uh, homosexuality, uh, persons considered to be asocial. Um, then there were like the Jews and also the Polish people, um, the Roma people, and black people, and disabled people, and the LGBTQIA, and that's where a lot of the this backlash is coming from and it's all from these various racist groups now they've watered down the racist stuff um so it's all dog whistles and gaslighting and things like that and they will oh i'm not racist i'm just saying that you know and a lot of the stuff is they are directing a lot of this hate towards the trans community or any mention of drag queens, or anything that is a distraction away from what the Catholic Church is doing to kids, right? Now, this particular podcast um, won't go into graphic details or a lot of adult content. Um, this this one is definitely PG. I might put a warning on, on the front of it. Um, but Doctor Who has always been progressive. All science fiction is very left-leaning. So you will get 
but it's dependent on the producers of the show, what they will fund and what they won't. And then you have censors and things like that as to what they will allow on television. Um, 1960s Star Trek was always about pushing for racial inclusion, being against racism, and and things like that, right? So Star Trek was a show where, that had the first interracial kiss. And when uh, Captain Kirk kissed Lieutenant Uhura, the cameramen in that filmed the scene, right, and Captain Kirk had to turn turn her body like away, like so that yeah, like it wasn't a normal kiss. He could kiss any alien, any green skinned alien he wanted, but the idea of him kissing a black woman was considered abhorrent at the time in the nineteen sixties. And so even the cameramen who were filming that scene actually winced. And it's, I grew up with um, an indigenous woman who was a friend of my mother's in high school. And she taught me that black is beautiful, right? And it's a, that's a phrase that it wouldn't mean anything today. Um, but back then, in the 70s, that would have been revolutionary. Um, to think that a black person could be considered beautiful. Um, such was the state of racism and these institutional ideas and things that, for the most part, I think we've addressed a lot of stuff, but we still have a long way to go. Um, so, yeah, a lot of sci-fi is left-wing um, because it's progressive, it's trying to push people forward, it's trying to push people together. Um it's about looking at our differences and rather than being scared of them, embracing them, you look at the, the different brands of different kinds and types of foods and things that you can get. Um, with, So, for example, you go down to your local fish and chip shop and there might be chicken curry. There might be, and even in the UK, there's a lot of curry dishes and things like that at their fish and chip shops. Um I can get pizza, I can get any form of Italian food, I can get Indian food, I can get Asian food, um, Chinese food, Vietnamese food. Now, I live in Australia, so I'm close to Asia, so a lot of that food is very influenced um, in our diet, but we are open to these things. So, going back to Doctor Who, Doctor Who has pushed feminism and equal rights for women. It was one of the first shows that, with the companion uh, Sarah Jane Smith, uh, she decided that she did not want to be a scream queen. And a scream queen is basically the female victim of a serial killer in like a horror movie. And Doctor Who was seen as like a horror, but like family fr friendly sort of thing. And um, the companion was usually just somebody that needed to be rescued every week. And there's still a little bit of that um, with the show today. But Sarah Jane Smith, who was played by Elizabeth Sladen, um, decided she didn't want to excuse me. She decided that she didn't want to be a screen queen. And so she introduced feminist ideas to the show. Um, 
but it was part of the writing as well. And that became like there were some funny moments in the show. John Pur oh, that was during the Tom Baker years, um, but she also started starred with uh, John Pertwee as well. Um, but John Pertwee, the third Doctor, he there's a scene with him wearing uh, female clothing because he needed to um, sneak into a base and he needed to be to come like to pretend to be one of the female cleaners. Because back in then, in the 60s, men wouldn't, weren't cleaners. They weren't allowed to have jobs like that. Such as that was the state of like sexism at the time. Um, once again, we still have a long way to go, but those traditional gender roles are slowly being challenged. And a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people just don't like women at all. They don't want them to have reproductive rights or you know, any rights at all, really. Um, but the show has always been woke. Um, woke is in anti-Nazi. Um, the Daleks are uh, an allegory for the Nazis, and Davros is an allegory for Adolf Hitler, and you know it, things like this, and. There's so many examples of it. So many, um, like people like Russell T Davies, is uh, he's a gay uh, writer and show director, so he was introducing gay characters, and or subtle references and things like that. So you know the idea that you could have a female doctor is considered woke, for example. Why? Because the Nazis hated women. The majority of victims of the Holocaust were actually Jewish mothers because the genetic line, or they go, it goes through the mother apparently, within their Jewish culture. Um, so if they got rid of the women, that would you know exterminate the Jews sort of thing. Um, so it's a really horrible subject, but... Shows like Doctor Who, Star Trek, have always been progressive, always been left-wing, always been quote-unquote woke. And people need to get used to that. But what really annoys me, right, is the gaslighting of the right wing. These nut jobs that, they don't watch the show, they've never been fans of the show, but all of a sudden they can take over the fandoms of Star Wars, Star Trek, Doctor Who, even Red Dwarf, and complain that somehow these shows are woke and therefore anti-Nazi and therefore pro-trans, um, therefore you know pro-gay rights and things like this, pro-feminism, and somehow these are this is a bad thing. And but it's all part of the victimhood movement. It's a right wing victimhood movement and it's vampiric because they gaslight their audience and then people people don't think people just parrot everything and it does it's gotten to the point where i now have anxiety every time i get a message a notification that someone's left a message for me on facebook that's outside of my friend group so there's a 50 50 chance that Actually, it's probably 60-40 chance that 
what they're about to say is abusive, hate-filled, rather than the 40%, which is like the positive, supportive comment that somebody agrees with me. But, it doesn't, and so there's this really polarized thing of like, if you have any opinion that's against their right-wing groupthink, you must be left-wing, rather than not having any point of view, not having any political, uh, any side, uh, not having attached to any side of politics, but you just say, no, this is the fact, this is what happened, this is the way things are, right, I've done my research, I've looked into it, I've lived some of this stuff, oh no, you must be left-wing, your side is wrong, your side doesn't do any research, you think, no, hang on a second, I've done my research, I know what I'm talking about, I've lived this stuff, and it's that side of politics that wants to gaslight everybody else into their way of thinking to the point where smart people don't engage with foolish people because outside observers get confused. If you're engaging in debate with foolish people, um, oh my God, I could list the stuff that I've had to deal with. I'm, I'm getting tagged on TikTok by somebody who thinks that the moon landings were fake. The first one, because if the first one was fake, then the other five that we did actually go um, must also be fake in their minds, right? Now, the moon landings were an event that happened before I was born. I have zero interest in them. Yes, they're fascinating. But they happened before I'm born. I was born. So why? And we're talking over 50 years ago. So why would I want to get caught up with and stuck in the mindset of having to dig up whether or not it happened or not? Consequently, it doesn't matter. It has zero impact on my life whether these things happen or not. But I'm digressing. Doctor Who has always been woke. We've had a female doctor. It's been established that Time Lords can become anything, and this is at the very end of Christopher Eccleston's run on the first season of The New Who, when the show came back, he said regeneration was a dodgy process, and you could be anything. You could have multiple heads. You could have whatever. But it's been established that Time Lords can switch gender when they regenerate. That's considered woke. Um, but it's, it's, isn't it funny how if someone wants to insult you, they will, consider, they will call you a leftist or left-wing or a liberal or all this sort of stuff, but I'm Australian and I'm as much as possible, I try to step away from politics. Um, obviously, I vote and I keep abreast of the issues and things that um, affect me and affect those around me. And I try and push for positive changes and endorse positive ideas where possible and um, try to prevent 
bad ideas from coming into fruition as much as possible, as much as anybody really can. Um, but this thing of like, oh, you know, you must be on this side of politics. Well, no. What happens is that's gaslighting and people trying to project this stuff onto you all the time. There are just good ideas and bad ideas. It's not about sides of politics, you know. And there's corruption on all sides of politics because there are lobbyists pushing for things to remain the way they are. They always try to maintain the status quo. Um, if you're interested in politics and learning more, there's a, an old TV show called Yes Minister, and there was a spin-off called Yes Prime Minister. And it's very enlightening um, as to the inner workings of politics um, from behind the scenes. But it was a satirical comedy show. Um, Clark and Dorr, uh, C-L-A-R-K-E, ampersand D-A-W-E, Clark and Dorr, is uh, a brilliant satirical Australian comedy show. But that also looks like uh, politi political decisions and things like that as well. Um, so do keep informed. Um, I'm... Yeah, the idea of, oh, my God, going back to um, the vampiric YouTubers and stuff and people complaining about how um, everything's all woke and whatnot, there's an alien called the Meep. It did not have a gender, right? It didn't have a gender. And the doctor asks it, oh, do you have a gender? Because it was... The doctor just inferred that the meat was a he because of its voice. And he's, the meat says, I don't have a gender. I'm, I just refer to myself as a definite article as the meat. The doctor refers to himself, themselves, as the doctor, a doctor, the definite, definite article. It's, not, it's nothing to do with gender. And... Um, the new doctor, Shooty Gapware, is an openly gay black man. And boy, does that rattle the right wing cage. Does that it was done intentionally. Russell T. Davies has done a lot of this stuff intentionally, right? And it's done to um, shake the cage of a lot of these bigots and things. It's about giving now get this right. The the idea that people are anti woke, right? is because, going back to what I was saying before, the people that survived the Holocaust now have a voice. They're now speaking up. We're pushing for inclusion. We're pushing for representation of people that normally wouldn't be represented. There was a woman in a wheelchair in one of the more recent episodes of Doctor Who, right? People that live in wheelchairs like seeing themselves represented because it's like, oh, okay, so they can be part of the escapist fantasy as well. Doctor Who and all those other science fiction programs and movies and books and other media are escapist. Oh, the audio dramas are fantastic with Doctor Who as well. The big Finnish audio dramas, they are worth getting. Um, especially the sixth Doctor, Colin Baker. Now, he didn't have a very good run in the TV show, but... He is brilliant in the audio dramas. Um, they're all escapist fantasy, you know, and 
for people to get so worked up about what's in the media and representation um, just because it's someone different for once is absolutely insane. But the, the, the reason I mentioned the MEEP is I had somebody, saw somebody complaining on Twitter. It's like, oh, now aliens could have, have pronouns. And you think, well, no, the MEEP is a, an alien that doesn't have a pronoun or has a definite article for their pronoun. And it's insane. You know, these are the people that say God doesn't have a pronoun when you know God is always referred to in the Bible as he, but at the same time it's an entity that doesn't have a physical form and therefore doesn't have a biological sex or gender. Um, although nobody's mentioned the gender of the Holy Spirit yet. So that's one for all you... Um, religious anti-religious trolls out there who want to want to stir the pot a little bit um but yeah just remember doctor who was always woke it was always progressive it was always feminist it was always um pushing it was always including black actors whenever they could um that's something that happened back in the 60s as well um although i will admit there that you know there's a few um racist episodes um talons of wang chiang was one of them where the doctor made a reference to one of the villains the chinese villains as being yellow uh, there's a bit of a pun there um but it wouldn't fly that got banned in canada um because of that um and there's also there's an episode that i can't find the name of but uh william hartnell as the first doctor actually referred to um, one of the first black companions using the N-word. And, um, but the way he used it wasn't, wasn't, wouldn't have been considered, considered too offensive at the time. It was basically, um, do, he says to this black guy, do you think that an N-word and a woman would be able to take on, like, would be, uh, any match for, whatever particular villain they happened to be taking on at the time. Um, and, yeah. So they the BBC bleeped the N-word. But then that episode, I don't know the name of it. I don't know whether it was one of the missing ones. But I do know in one of the Doctor Who magazines that they actually apologised for that particular episode. And I just can't find any trace or a reference to it anymore. Um, the other one would be the Celestial Toymaker. Now, they've removed the references to Celestial, which was considered a slur against the Chinese at the time. Um, but I never knew that was a racist term, as far as I knew. Um, but um, it's coming to light that that's what the reference actually may was with that particular character and he's actually wearing like Chinese clothing um, in the episode in the, the original black and white episode but um, because it was done at the time to demonize Chinese people so while Doctor Who has always been woke right some there's been some glaring mistakes along the way but in order for a show to continue, 
uh, to be relevant, it has to be inclusive of everybody. Um, and that goes for Star Trek as well. Um, it, it just enhances all the different storylines um, and things like that. But people, the right-wing outrage is so crazy. They're worried, you know, they're complaining that you can choose your own pronoun in a video game now. And you think, what's the big deal? Don't, just pick the pronoun or the gender that suits, that plays, that suits the character that you want to play. If you don't want to play a non-binary character, don't play a non-binary character. If you don't want to play a female character, don't play a female character. If you don't want to play a male character, don't play a male character. You know, it's just absolutely ridiculous, right? Um, the, uh, on, in future episodes, I'm going to be talking about like how, we, how I deal with a lot of this craziness online. Like I have been attacked um, by... People who were trying to defend J.K. Rowling, um, and oh my God, the internet is savage and feral. And uh, this is a rather negative downward post, but this is the world that we live in. And some may call this a bit of a rant, but I don't know. I don't know what to do. Um, yeah. This has gone on a little bit longer than what I thought, but I'll leave it here for now. And I do want to leave you with a bit of positive news. Um, we have a new doctor. His name is pronounced Shuti Gatwa. And he is black. He's gay. And whether the character is both black and gay, we'll find out. And on Christmas Day, or for me it would be Boxing Day, but uh, I want to leave you th with this. I hope that today and the rest of the week is easy like a Sunday morn. Bye for now. And don't listen to the haters. Don't give them any, um, any of your time. Don't even bother responding or interacting with those particular nasty posts online because they are only doing stuff for engagement. You are far, far better than that. Have a fantastic day. Bye for now. Bing! Congratulations. You've made it to the end of the podcast. And as a reward for doing so, I'm going to give you a code word. Now, I know that the code words haven't been used for the last few episodes, but they're making a return because I've got some feedback that lets me know that some people were using the code words as passwords for their clients and they need random words for their passwords so today's code word is the word cathedral as in saint peter's cathedral which is a building that i took a photo of yesterday as i was coming out of the adelaide oval having worked a shift there selling tickets to the cricket and it was a clear blue sky day which is my favorite thing in adelaide um, there was no clouds, uh, it was a light blue sky, and it made the building pop in like a visual sense. So that's made a, a very good photo, which I will include um, on Patreon. I do want to step away from Patreon. I know that there are 
better payment platforms for those who wish to support what I'm doing here. And um, I'm going to be looking at setting those things up. I'm going to be talking about future plans, things that I've got in the works for next year and the next few podcasts. And yeah, so thank you very much for listening. And uh, I'll say bye for now once again. And the code word was cathedral. Hope to hear from you in the feedback sections of the various social media platforms. And uh, yeah, I hope that you're having a fantastic day. Bye for now.